Hi, welcome to the Financial Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Howell, CEO of East Coast Tax of Financial Planning. I hope everybody's having a great day. I wanted to talk about something that uh, I've observed in our practice um, since this volatility has kicked up here in 2022. Of course, we've had the whipsaw action happen um, from the trillions of dollars that were pumped into the economy uh, as a result of the pandemic to try to save the economy, only to see a huge run-up in equities and real estate prices, commodity prices, and so forth. But it was really tremendous to watch how fast it went from uh, the land of jubilee and unbelievable optimism and skyrocket values to complete sobering whipsaw completely the opposite way. The, the pendulum has swung the other way. We've seen a tremendous amount of increased volatility in the stock market. Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that um, you know the market is in turmoil as a result of inflation. And the Fed is having to uh, go out and raise interest rates, of course, because uh, of the fact that uh, goods and services got so expensive because of all this money that was pumped into the system. So we've been struggling with inflation. We we're now have the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act that passed uh, with increased taxes and in various segments of, of the economy. And, uh, and, and, you know, the elephant in the room really is this market volatility. I want to discuss that. What I've noticed in our practice is the power of the planning process that we put together. And uh, in order to mitigate against um, stock market volatility and risk, we kind of have to begin with the end of mind. We have to look at our overall financial plan, what our goals are, what we need to spend in retirement to make sure that we don't outlive our money. We don't want to run out of our money. In our practice, we've done this with purpose. We know that this risk exists. Working with retirees as many years as we have, we understand how important it is to make sure that a portfolio and a, and a retiree's financial plan is sound enough so that when these hiccups happen, and they almost always will, that we've already planned for them, that um, the investments are still appropriate, even when in times of uncertainty, and that income doesn't stop. So I want to talk about one concept that uh, we employ quite a bit for our, our safe money for our clients, uh, the money that clients want to keep safe, a portion of their portfolio. If you think about traditional portfolio management and allocation, uh, most people, most advisors will use stocks as uh, the growth a part of the portfolio and they'll balance that out, diversify it according to um, different segments of the economy and markets and industry. Then the other side would be bonds. Typically in a portfolio, um, uh, managers will balance out the risk of the portfolio, bring down the risk by apportioning out a certain percentage of the money into bonds, fixed income, mostly AAA, treasury type of bonds to keep that portion of the money safe from market volatility in action, especially in times like this, so that Let's say that um, if all your money was in stocks, you would be down 20%, but since 50% of the money is in bonds, now you're really technically only down 10, if that makes sense. The, th the problem that we've had with bonds over the years, especially last 15, 20 years or so, is that bonds don't really pay much. Interest rates have been so historically low for so long that uh, it just didn't seem to make much sense to have money, especially in long-term bonds. And bonds carry with them risk as well. We've noticed that in the bond market uh, this year as we've seen interest rates go up. Existing bonds that were issued at lower interest rates, the value of those go down 
The only way to really recuperate that principle would be to hold that bond throughout maturity, which can be quite a long time if it's a longer term bond or sell it at a discount and take a loss, even though that was a safe portion of your portfolio. Uh, one mechanism we use to kind of get around that and make it more efficient for risk management, because that's what we're talking about, for that safe part of your portfolio, we turn to the fixed index annuity, with what uh, they call FIA. And uh, if you want to read more about how annuities in general work, because there's several different types, uh, you can certainly go on the Financial Pulse page, and uh, there's lots of information on the various types of annuities. But today we're going to talk about the strategy of the fixed index annuity. Forget about the word annuity for a second and just think about how this strategy works. You make a deposit into this account. It's 100% safe from market volatility. You cannot lose money due to a stock market risk. You put money in and you look at today. So let's say it's January 1 to make uh, it simple. It's January 1, you put all your money in. Nothing matters from January 1 to January 1 of the very following year. Because you can't lose any money, but we want to make more interest in what maybe bonds can pay or CDs are paying, other fixed income instruments that are safe, uh, but, or safer, I should say, uh, but don't really earn the type of interest that we're looking to earn. Uh, renting our money isn't very good in bonds, as it would seem over the last number of years, and especially in CDs and money markets. So rather than just put the money in a fixed account, you actually, they actually link the performance of the annuity, the interest that you earn, they link that interest to a common index like the S&P 500, the Dow Industrial Average, the NASDAQ, and even indices that you haven't heard of before, proprietary indices and indices that represent different segments of the market and different segments of the economy. So follow me. Let's go back. January 1 is when we put the money in. Nothing matters for a whole entire year until the anniversary of our policy, in this case, would be January 1 of the following year. If there's a positive gain on the index by looking at those two dates and looking at the difference of those, if it's up, you get a portion of that interest. You get a portion of that gain. If it's down, it's a good news, bad news conversation. The bad news is, I'm sorry you didn't make any money. The market's been down. The good news is you didn't lose any money. You kept all your principal plus any interest that you gained up to that point, and everything starts over from that day all the way to the next year. The power of this is you have a floor of zero. It cannot go below zero because of stock market risk. Some have fees attached to them. Some do not. Uh, but as far as stock market risk, your account cannot go down in value as a result of risk and market volatility. So with this type of vehicle, you can have a conservative risk profile, but earn a moderate rate of return, more than typically what you would earn in bonds or CDs. Again, it's never guaranteed. However, it's always guaranteed to never lose money. So instead of putting money in bonds or CDs or money market accounts to try to balance out a portfolio, we really like to use the FIA as a substitute because it can give us higher rates of return potentially, and uh, we can have zero risk. Whereas we talked about earlier, bonds do represent um, some risk. You can lose money in bonds if interest rates go up. The second way that we've approached in our practice stock market risk is uh, with dividend income. So 
we just talked about a portfolio that's allocated. Let's say half of it's in the stock market, half of it's in um, safe money. What do you do with the stock market money in these times of volatility? What many people have done over the years is kind of overlook dividends. You know, stocks will pay a dividend if they do. Um, they'll pay a dividend, a certain percentage, uh, of, depending on how much you have in the stock, how many stocks you own, regardless of whether the stock is up in value or down in value. It does not affect what the dividend payout is because the dividend payout is a declared rate per share, uh, regardless of the price of, of the share. So you kind of are renting your money while you're waiting for it to grow because they're giving you income by holding and owning the stock, but you don't have to sell the stock in order to get that income. That dividend can be reinvested, meaning it's automatically buying more stock every time they pay out that dividend, or it could be just sent to cash. So the company sends the dividend, that dividend income can actually go into a cash account and inevitably go into your checking account on a monthly basis if you'd like. That income is coming in regardless of whether the stocks are up or down. So you've got a buffer there. And in times of an intense volatility, if you've got good companies that have really great history on the dividends and the increasing dividend payments, even through these tough times, income can be taken without having to sell equities because of the dividend income. And on top of that, if stock prices get beat up a little bit in times of uncertainty or bear market and the dividend is still coming in, even though you see a depression in stock pricing, that dividend can actually help prop up the overall return of that, of that stock because you're getting that dividend anyway. Now, let's talk about the secret sauce of what we could do to really uh, put a portfolio in a place of power, especially in economic uncertainty, is marrying these two concepts together into what we call a risk advantage portfolio. A risk advantage means just that. It's an advantageous and a risky environment because we can earn dividend income, even though that stock prices might be being hit, we can have 100% guaranteed safety in the FIA portion of our portfolio. So the amount that we actually put in to the guaranteed safe portfolio is 100% safe. It can't lose money. When we see all this volatility heat up, we see the Dow is down, the S&P 500 is down, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That account cannot go down because of those things, because of indexes going down. The bottom is zero. On the, the growth portion of the portfolio, that would be in stocks and that dividend income portfolio. Again, you're getting that income regardless of what's happening with stock prices. The marriage of these two can be extremely powerful to help you sleep at night, knowing that when you're watching the news and you see that all the, the hysteria and the media is out there promoting a fear and anxiety, you can know that your portfolio has been well designed to weather these types of storms because storms do happen. Storms do happen. We have to be prepared for them. And the only way to be properly prepared for that is a financial plan where we can sit down and take a huge financial inventory of everything that you have and what you have and how it works and how it affects you and develop a plan that meets your risk expectations and your risk threshold, 
as well as your income needs and the amount of money that you want to leave on if you want to leave a legacy. Those are all very important things. And if you want to learn more about the integrated wealth management system and our COAST process for financial planning, please visit our website, eastcoasttaxandfinancial.com. There's lots of great information there. You can click on COAST, go through all of those modules. You can go to the Financial Pulse page and uh, listen to other podcasts for deeper information. Thanks for joining us. I hope you got a lot out of it.